All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. Hey everyone, welcome to Front Porch Swingers. I'm Brenna. I'm Brian. This episode of FPS is brought to you by our friends at Cassidy.com. We get asked constantly where to go to meet other lifestylers. It can be confusing for sure because there's so many different ways to do it. Our personal favorite is Cassidy.com because not only can you connect with people one-on-one or two-on-two or one-on-two by using the site, but you can also find out about all of the best lifestyle events happening out there, whether it's in your local area, or while you're traveling. The other feature we really love about Cassidy is their rendezvous. You can actually throw it out there when you're in a new area or if you're just looking for a night of fun and anyone who's interested in the same things can come and join you. So we love Cassidy and we are very thankful that they're offering listeners of our show 30 free days. So head on over to frontporchswingers.com. Go to the Cassidy banner at the very bottom of the homepage. When you click on that, it's going to allow you to try out Cassidy for free for 30 days. So we will see you there. As you can tell from my horrible voice, we had way too much fucking fun this weekend. It was pod bash weekend, and I I think we're a little worse for the wear today, I gotta be honest. Uh, Yeah, it definitely was an amazing weekend. Our voices are indicative of that. It was a great fucking time. Uh, Well worth it, but a great fucking time. So worth it. Although, especially yesterday, I think at some point, someone, one of our people that was there with us said my everything hurts i was like that's the fucking perfect way to describe how i feel right now even my cheeks from smiling and laughing hurt yesterday yeah and putting it into perspective i had i think one cocktail in five days i had one drink and yeah you had a couple of sips of things but yeah yeah, it was pretty minimal but my body was just hurting yesterday we took an extra day to ourselves just to kind of recuperate i drank a couple of uh containers of pedialyte just to (laughs) just to get my body back to uh normal uh but man what a fucking party what a great fucking time most of my pain came from dancing i danced i bet you i danced more hours than i slept this weekend no question i think we figured out we slept about 12 hours over the five day period with the exception of yesterday four days yeah the four day period yeah Yeah. and yesterday like you said we were going to check out and they were nice enough to offer us a room for another night just so that we could recover and sleep and rehydrate and be relaxed and not have to drive across town and be all crazy so that was really nice and we also had our last remaining couple there with us which were lee and kimmy from the swinging flamingos and i feel horrible because i was like we have to do a survivors episode the last four survivors of pod bash we need to get on and record something together really quick and we did but we were listening to it and my voice was so bad that you couldn't even understand what i was fucking saying yeah your voice is exponentially better today than it was yesterday you had no voice yesterday it was terrible i feel i feel really bad so we're gonna have to make it up to them we'll have them on and we'll do a little something together just to kind of recap at some point and it was such a good i mean it was such a good banter so i'm yeah. i'm sad that we didn't get it on here for you guys but yeah lee and kimmy god we had a fucking blast with them this weekend if you guys haven't checked out the swinging flamingos podcast and we want to give a very big thank you to the other podcast 
podcasters who joined us as well. We had the Accidental Swingers there, Friends with a Twist, Kinky Frame of Mind, and the Naked Relationship Podcast. And I'll put the links in the show notes for you so that you can check them out because we not only do we really like their shows, but after meeting them in person and spending this time with them this weekend, we say it all the time. We want to support people who are genuinely kind, nice, awesome people too. And these could not have been more fun, amazing people to spend a weekend with. Yeah, they were all a blast. Of course, we have met a couple of them before. A lot of them, actually. Some of them, were. this was the first time or the first time we got to spend any real time with them. And they're just fucking amazing people. They're just all lovely. Yes. And we also have to give a thank you to Secrets Hideaway because they hosted us this weekend and did a really, really nice job for us. And I think it was funny because multiple of the people that were there this weekend, it was like their first ever lifestyle anything. Yes. Like maybe they had had a few interactions or they got to a very small house party. But as far as like an event, this was the first one. I think that's fucking ballsy because if you guys haven't been to Secrets, it's pretty wild. There's a lot going on. Yeah. And this was, of course, no exception. We had a lot of our friends there and our listeners there who are seasoned folks for the most part. And it was a fucking party for four full days. Yes. It was no bullshit from start to finish. Uh, just crazy. Yeah. If this was your first event, kudos to you. But even if it wasn't your first event, I mean, Lee and Kimmy are our seasoned lifestylers, the Swing Flamingos. They go to a lot of events. And Kimmy put it perfectly last night when she was like, I saw some things this morning or this weekend that were completely brand new to me that I never even thought I could see, you know, yeah. not in a, a bad way, in an amazing way. So it's it was a just holy hell. We cannot put into words how great of an event this was. And also for anyone that joined us. Thank you so much. Everyone's already asking when Pod Bash 2022 is happening. I was like, let us move and sleep and get some food in us, and uh, and then we'll talk. <laughs> yeah, ownership asked us again this morning on our way out when we're going to do the next one. So uh, we will figure that out, but not today. <laughs> no, that's that's not a today uh, mentality at all. <laughs> no, today we are 48 hours away from leaving Florida and moving to Vegas. So we have a lot of shit to do. Did you ever think this day was going to come? No, frankly, I was so focused. On the on the party, on you know, throwing a, a party for you know the Pod Bash event, that it, it wasn't really in the front of my mind. I mean, I was thinking about it. I knew we had a lot to, to deal with, but it wasn't until yesterday when you know we had our kind of mimosa goodbye with everyone. You were super emotional. It was difficult for me. It was emotional. It was emotional for several reasons. A, because a lot of the people that came have been our listeners and our friends for years, and they're all there together. It was so beautiful. But we also said goodbye to friends yesterday. and, And today. And the idea of... You know, having to, I don't want to say start over because these people will always be a part of our lives, or I hope they will anyway, but there is some fear and some trepidation in that. So there was a lot of emotion yesterday. Yeah. And it didn't hit me until it was just you and I in our room, just kind of cleaning up, obviously. And I was like, oh shit, we got to move in two days. Yeah. Fuck, man. This isn't over yet. No, it's not. It's just beginning, really, because we have almost an entire week of travel. Oh, yeah, we do. So we're going to leave on Tuesday as we record this. And I am hopeful that by the time we get to Montana, collect our stuff from storage, and get back on the road, we will be in Vegas a week from Tuesday. So we have a lot of shit still to do. We're also going to have to record next week's episode sometime in all of that. So, yeah. If we sound exhausted like we've been on the road or something, that's 
It's because we have been. We absolutely we, have been. <laughs> we've been yeah. driving for hours, but I, we have some... Here's the thing. We have such good stories coming up. <laughs> We've had so many good experiences. Experiences that, honestly, I never in a million years would have thought we were going to have. We had. We absolutely did. I mean, we're going to talk about an experience today that you had that was fucking still so hot. Uh, that did not take place, obviously, this weekend, but so amazing. And then when you think about... Of course, a lot of people are not going to be surprised that I was not super play active during this event, you know, during the party. There was a lot going on. I really wanted to make sure everybody had a great time, and you weren't either. But the truth of the matter is we each had an experience, and each of those experiences was unique and amazing for so many reasons. And that's, it, it once again occurred to me after the dust settled and the ether of the weekend wore off and we were just kind of sitting together yesterday, that those experiences that we had and the way this whole weekend played out honestly right to the very end is my interpretation of what this should be like for us for us personally for yeah, sure for you and i i'm this i am not by any means suggesting that the experiences that you and i had overall the overall experience we had during this this party is what everyone should get from it you know i'm, I'm not saying that everyone gets their own thing but for you and I, for me, I'm not even going to speak for you. For me personally, how the whole thing played out literally up to the very end, you know, saying goodbye to everybody. That's when I think of the events that I want to be part of, not even the ones that, you know, that we're hosting necessarily, but just the events I want to be part of. That's really what I want it to look like. Yeah, where it's connection and amazing conversation and a genuine interest in who people are. And sex is kind of a byproduct of all of that. Well, and listen, I had an amazing experience with a, a fucking phenomenal lady. Totally unexpected. Yeah, and I got to be with an amazing couple that honestly I've kind of lusted after for quite some time now. But the reality is... There were so many people there that I would have loved to connect with and spend more time with. And people were very surprised that I wasn't more of a gigantic slut because there were so many opportunities available to me. I do think this weekend wasn't really about that for me personally. It wasn't about sex. It was about connecting with people that we have wanted to connect with for so long or that we've had the chance to meet in the past and haven't seen for a year or two years i mean obviously 2020 was hard on all of us so we i had we had plans to see some of these people we didn't get to so this was so much more about actually just getting to sit down and talk to them and laugh and joke and have a drink and dance and, you know, like I said, I would have loved for more opportunities, but there's there's time for that in the future. <laughs> no, for sure. It really, again, the incredible sexual experience is really the byproduct of having an amazing time with people who are just just exceptional. And that's the biggest thing. That's the takeaway for me. The, the, the experience that I think I, that I know that I had, I believe the experience that you had, you correct me if I'm wrong. Those are the experiences that for me make all of this lifestyle the whole lifestyle in itself makes sense yeah and that's what i that's what i'm chasing i'm not you know listen we talk about this a lot of times there's a lot of folks that this is their one time a year to let loose they're gonna have at it they've got sitters for the kids they're away for the weekend it's fucking full on and we had a great time with a lot of those people yeah <laughs> they're a fucking blast and you know listen some of them were still going at it at 6 30 this morning yes okay? they were 6 30 monday morning still having at it not getting on a plane until tomorrow they're like fuck it it's uh it's still happening and that's great for us that's not it at least for me it's not i really enjoy that connectivity and then having that sexual kind of experience that is just mind-blowing and if that happens that's great and if it doesn't 
we had a great fucking time anyway. Oh That's what I'm looking for. So much fun. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And I think Lee said it best too with the podcasters this weekend. We we really did have an amazing group of podcasters there. And what I loved most about it is everyone was connecting with listeners and talking to people about you know, our passion, which is our shows. We all see these as like our babies and the opportunity to share that passion with people was really special as well. Yeah, well, he brought up a good point. It wasn't like, he mentioned it actually. He's like, you know, the next time we do this, we really should do something beforehand where, you know, the podcasters get together because we really didn't get a chance to talk to each other. We really didn't. We were all, all over the place. It wasn't like we were up each other's asses just talking to one another. There was a lot of fucking people there that wanted to chat with us and everybody took that opportunity. So really the the last day it was like, oh man, I haven't seen you in a 48 hours. What have you been up to? Yeah, you know? how was your weekend? Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> so we really will take the time to do that because they're just such amazing fucking people. They really yes, are. All yes. of them in their own way are just very special. So what a great time. And let's not forget something really very fucking cool came out of this, which is Single Guy Tip of the Week. It, we're calling it Single Guy Tip of the Week, but it's actually, it's not fair to call it Single right. Guy Tip of the Week. We're going to call this Tip of the Week. It okay? is, a, is a Tip of the Week. The gentleman that we're going to refer to is a coupled person, which yes. is important for people to understand. It's not just the single guys that make mistakes. A lot of people do. And it's really how you recover from them, which this gentleman did, and to his credit, uh, and, and he deserves it. Yeah, absolutely. So also, let me say this. For those of you who have not been to an environment like Secrets or like a large resort or a large lifestyle event to take over or something, it does have a way of kind of fucking with your head because it's so far removed from quote unquote normal life for most people, right? You're away from your kids. You're away from your job. You have no real adult responsibilities and you're just in this environment of constant fun and opportunities and so i think some people kind of get a little lost in that a little bit yeah no listen it's easy to and i understand it and the truth is the only real responsibility in my opinion you have when you go to a situation like this is the one responsibility that we're going to talk about today which is consent you have a responsibility to yourself your partner and everyone around you to have that consent piece under lock and key So basically what happened, long story short, is I'm in the pool talking to some people. I'm surrounded by all these people and friends, and we're just having a good time chatting. And this gentleman that's part of our group, not necessarily a listener and not somebody that we've connected with before, I had met him previously in the day, shook his hand and met him briefly, but he came up behind me in the pool and grabbed my tits from behind. I had a top on, but he grabbed me and kind of groped me a little bit, and I I kind of shot him a, a a quick, you know, don't fucking do that in the pool. The people we were with did the same, which I really appreciated, but I didn't want to make a scene right then and there. I did tell myself, I'm not going to let this go. We need to talk about it because it's uh, not fucking okay. And I really liked how we handled it because what happened is much later on, I told you about it. Because once again, I didn't want to cause a scene. I wanted to focus on why we were there and the fun of it. And I wanted to handle that later. So I did tell you about it when we were in private. And then that gentleman came to our poker run later that evening. And he came up and was grabbing his cards from me. And I said, oh, this is the gentleman that groped me in the pool today. And he gave us this look of like, oh, shit. And he was like, oh, I'm so sorry about that. You know, our friends told us, told me later that that was not acceptable and they were so right. I just got lost and everything and caught up in the moment. And, you know, I said, thank you for the apology and and you handled it so well. You were like, yeah, that's not okay. You need to ask permission. We were not okay with that whole thing. And, you know, please make sure that it doesn't happen again. Yeah, going forward, just, you know, 
you have to ask. It's not okay to just grab anybody. Consent is absolutely fucking paramount. Yeah, and I think what's so important to think about in these situations is like, you know, we say consent, 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 but there's there's so many reasons behind it. It's not just a respect thing. I'm I'm almost glad it happened to me and not someone else that weekend because the reality is, you know, for me, it's an opportunity to chat with him, but it didn't ruin my weekend. If it had been someone that had, you know, trauma in their past or, or anything like that, this could have completely derailed railed their entire time there yeah trauma some history of that for sure or someone who's never been in in an environment like this before this is their first outing and all of a sudden here's a random stranger just kind of grabbing them they're not prepared for that yeah you know and you affect a lot of people obviously it affected our friends it affected the people he was with you know it, it makes for an awkward situation obviously and certainly it could have been exponentially worse had it not been you well and but the great thing to come out of it was i think not only did he learn from from it but we were able to throughout the weekend kind of become friendly with each other you know by the end of the weekend I asked him if I could give him a hug and I hugged him just to let him know you know it's not the end of the world I hope that you learned from this so it doesn't happen again because it could have been bad it was not you know a, a huge deal to me personally but it just can't fucking happen and I, I think that he got the message very very clearly and and that was something that I think is very positive to come out of it no doubt it was a learning lesson he was super apologetic constant I mean just overly apologetic he, he could not say he was sorry enough and that's the thing right we know shit happens it's how you bounce back from it yeah. you know there's all too many people single guys or otherwise that would have done that could easily have done that and just shrugged it off and be like, yeah, fuck you, whatever, and just continued on down the road and continued that behavior. And that's not going to get you very far. It's going right. to get you in trouble. Well, it's going to get you kicked out of events. It's going to, yeah, all yeah, sorts of just things. Just not okay. So it's all in how you handle it. So I think tip of the week, obviously, not single guy tip of the week, if you fuck up, you got to own it and you got to recover from it. Yeah. Right? And just don't repeat it. Yeah, That's absolutely. the big thing. Yeah. Yes, for sure. So I also think something we should discuss because it's something you and I have been talking a lot about is now that pod bash is done the craziness is done and we're getting into moving mode and thinking about that i'm getting fucking nervous and i couldn't really articulate to you yesterday why that is and this morning it fucking hit me i have never moved from my home state now granted we've been on the road and we've been traveling but we've always known that that was temporary this was never going to be a you know lifelong travel thing so this is the first time in my entire life i'm moving away from my home state from friends from family so it's kind of fucking weird for me yeah and i'm i'm really anxious to see how you continue your evolution because the four years we've been together, you've obviously, both of us have, have changed certainly and grown, but you have really evolved personally in terms of being empowered and just confident. Now we're going to be going to a much larger city than you're, you've ever been accustomed to. Right. And I'm really, I'm, I'm eager to see how you blossom in that kind of environment because I think it's going to change you further. You're going to find out more about yourself and what your capabilities are and what your limits are, certainly. I think it's going to be really good for you and for us as a couple. I'm anxious to see that. I know what to expect, obviously, to a large degree, but I don't know that necessarily you are. I'm not sure that's 100% true, though. I think that you're going to, there, there's a lot of things that you're going to learn along the way, too, because, I mean, yes, you've lived in bigger cities, but you haven't lived in a larger city with me no. in the lifestyle, out as a pansexual man. Like, you know what I mean? There's a lot of things that have changed in your life, too, since we, since the last time you moved. No, certainly from a 
being you know a personal perspective there's a lot of, of growth I still have to I've got to develop get to get in touch with but from the aspect of simply moving someplace and kind of setting up home and just being in a, in a larger environment that's not the part that concerns me I'm good with that it's those extraneous pieces that you just mentioned that of course are going to be a challenge for me for me I just want to see you kind of immerse yourself in a place that you were, uh, you uh, four years ago, you'd have been a fish out of water. Oh my God. You Could know, you imagine me in Vegas when we met? No fucking way. No, at one point when you and I were still, you know, we were just living together a couple of years back, but there was an opportunity that I almost took in another city, in a, a big city, uh, professionally, and you and I talked about it and, you know, gave it some real thought, even to the point where we were getting ready to get on a plane and go have a conversation with these folks. And then I thought to myself, I'm like, man, I, I cannot put her, I can't imagine you at that time, at that point, I could not imagine you being in a city of you know seven million people, just you know submerged in that kind of environment. I don't think you could have handled it. I don't think so either. Now I think you're ready. It's also not seven million people in Vegas. No, though, so no, no, no. It's a little different. Yeah, but I do think this is going to be a situation where I, I think you're really going to come into who you are as Brenna the person. I think it's going to be an incredible journey. How many people get this opportunity in their 30s? You know what I mean? How many people get to not, I don't want to say start over, but get to have a completely different experience for the first time in their lives in, you know, a non-monogamous relationship with a supportive partner. I mean, I'm, I feel very fortunate. How about in their fifties? Well, yeah, that's a whole different thing. <laughs> you know, it's I a mean, whole it, different conversation. It's something I think about. Yeah. I've had this experience before. I've moved many times professionally for business and, you know, for different things. And that's nothing new to me. Never did it at 51, <laughs> you know, so it's going to be a real different kind of eye opening thing to experience, you know, from that perspective for sure. And then you you throw in the lifestyle pieces, right? I mean, it's a whole nother world in a place like Vegas. It's so much more in many ways accepting than it has been in places that we have been previously. Yes. So it's it's going to be a very different conversation you and I are going to be having on a regular basis about what we're experiencing either individually or as a couple. It's it's going to be something. I'm I'm just so fucking pumped for it. There's definitely some trepidation. We have a lot of work to do in the next 2 days to fucking make this happen. But I think once we get there and we get settled and we catch our breath, I think it's going to all really just come together. Also, we very quickly wanted to remind you guys that it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. We did a fundraiser at Podbash via our poker run, as well as a very generous donation from one of our amazing listeners and raised almost $1,000 for Susan G. Komen for The Cure. So thank you for those of you who participated. And we also wanted to uh, let you guys know that there is an amazing organization that one of our listeners told us about called the Jack and Jill Foundation. Uh, it's for late stage cancer and, and allowing those people to travel and have experiences we're going to put those links in the show notes for you as well just if you have the ability to do that it's an important cause and one that's very close to many of us almost all of us really so i just wanted to throw that out there and also a thank you to the amazing leather worker who donated a flogger for the poker run it was so beautiful yeah one of our listeners and one of our telegram members just a fucking super guy uh, who really stepped up that thing was amazing it was the, the highlight of the poker run it was and we'll put that link in the in the notes for you guys as well if you need any leather work, any kinky leather accessories, it's the perfect place to go. So Yeah, no doubt. It's fucking so sexy. Yes. Okay, so we have an amazing story to get to today. And oh my God, I'm so excited for this one because it's something that it's it's new for me, but it was with people that I was so comfortable with and that are so fucking sexy. And the details, I think, are going to be quite exciting to everyone, you included. Yeah, I know nothing about it. I just know, obviously, the people and uh, the basics 
because I was I was there briefly. I, yes. You know, dropped you off, picked you up kind of thing. But holy shit, was it, is it, I can't wait to hear it. Before we get to it, though, we want to say thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. This episode of FPS is brought to you by Dipsy. Guys, it's time to seek out pleasure in every area of your life. From how you start your mornings to how you wind down at night and everything in between, you deserve to enjoy it. And Dipsy Stories wants you to find joy and confidence both in and out of the bedroom, which is why they have an amazing audio app full of sexy stories. And now they even have brand new written stories too. So whether you'd rather read or listen, they have what you need over there. I love their stories. They're truly immersive. I like listening to them both to unwind as well as to get me in a sexy headspace. So no matter what you're into, Dipsy helps bring the story to life anytime and anywhere. Close your eyes and let yourself get lost in a world where only good things happen and pleasure is your only priority. Explore your fantasies in a safe and shame-free way with the Dipsy app. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com FPS. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to Dipsy. D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash F-P-S. Dipsy stories.com slash F-P-S. This episode of Front Porch Swingers is brought to you by our friends at Motor Bunny. We saw a Motor Bunny in action at Pod Bash. We actually gave one away because Motor Bunny provided it as an amazing giveaway for Pod Bash, one of the pool parties. And there were five different women that got on this Motor Bunny at, at poolside in front of hundreds of people. And let me tell you, it was an experience. Yeah, listen, I don't know that I've ever seen anything that erotic at a pool ever. 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 Five different women on a motor bunny having an amazing time, to say the least, and everyone enjoyed the show. And the reason they had an amazing experience is because this is truly the most powerful right-on-top vibrator you can imagine. It has all sorts of attachment options, different power levels, and it even can be connected to your phone via Bluetooth so you can use that as a remote. So if you head to MotorBunny.com, check out all of their sets, but you can get $40 off when you use our promo code FPS or click on the link in the show notes our referral is down there so that once again you'll get that $40 off your motor bunny set you're not going to want to miss this a big thank you to Manscaped for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. Autumn is in the air, the pumpkins are in the patch, and our friends at Manscaped are here to make sure you don't carve your pants pumpkins when you're grooming, if you know what we're saying. Make sure you keep things fresh this fall with the leaders in male grooming in their brand new fourth generation performance package. Yeah, if you want your confidence to be at its highest, I can assure you there is no better way than to have the Manscaped in your travel kit. We just had an amazing experience at a resort a party five days long i was not concerned about being naked at the pool all weekend because i had my manscaped and it did not let me down i absolutely highly suggest you have one in your arsenal it'll keep your confidence high Ready to take the leap into fall with Manscaped? Join the 2 million men worldwide using Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code SWINGERS. Again, manscaped.com. Use code SWINGERS at checkout for 20% off and free shipping. Make your balls a priority this fall. Choose Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. 
This episode of FPS is brought to you by Laurels. People with vulvas are three times more likely to orgasm from oral sex than penetration, and yet 87% of women have turned it down when they really wanted it. There's so many reasons why we might be put off getting the pleasure we want. Maybe you're with a brand new partner or partners and you're still getting comfortable and feel too exposed. Maybe you're on your period and you don't want to miss out on the fun, but you don't want to make a mess. Or maybe oral feels a little too intense and you're feeling too sensitive for skin on skin contact. Laurels can help. The company is queer and woman owned and they are these amazing latex panties designed to be worn during oral sex and rimming. Couples, thruples, swinging, poly, hookups, spouses, anyone. Laurels are made to help everyone say yes to maximum pleasure. They are ultra thin. They feel so good on your skin. Brian and I have used them a couple of times. I used it while on my period and Brian was able to provide me with the most amazing oral and I was able to feel everything because they're that thin. For listeners of our show, Laurel is offering 15% off of your first purchase today when you go to www.mylaurels.com. Again, that's www.mylaurels.com and use code FPS. There is no way I'm going to remember all of the details of today's retelling because it was wild and it lasted hours and it was there was so much going on I have these beautiful little scenes in my head that I'm going to be sharing but I know I'm going to leave out so many awesome details well I know that when I dropped you off at this this kind of play date let's call it everybody was just in they look you look glamorous you were with another gal and a guy and both of you looked amazing just just ready to go ready to play when I returned several hours later I was like, holy shit, you guys have been after it. Like, it was, the room was all fucked up. The beds were a mess. It was shit everywhere. Both of you had that I just got ravaged hair. I mean, it was just, it was clear that things had gone awry one way or another. Things uh, got crazy. I don't think things went awry. They went very, things very got crazy. Well. <laughs> I mean, it, it, sweat and sex is what I smelled. Oh, God. That's what I smelled when I walked in the door. I cannot even imagine. So, this play session involves two of my favorite people, two people that were at Pod Bash this past weekend that a lot of you got to meet. I was propositioned for a threesome with Theo and Leah. Yeah. I have obviously played with both of them privately. I've played with both of them on a few occasions now. And Leah reached out and asked if I might be interested in playing with both of them at the same time. And I was like, fuck, yes, I'm interested. That sounds so hot. Yeah, I was interested in you playing with them as well. I yeah, mean, I'm sure. Yeah, I just, the idea of it, because when you mentioned it to me, I thought... Well, that's interesting. I never really saw that coming. And the more I thought about it, of course, you know, I have some experience with Leah and I know how fucking sexy she is. And I know how much you enjoyed playing with Theo. And I figured this has to be good. I mean, there's no way this can't be good. You know? (laughs) Well, it was very good. And what I really liked about it was it was a true experience. It's not like we just came in, had some sex and left. We each kind of brought something. I We got a hotel room and, you know, you and I went and bought a bottle of uh, sparkling rosé, I think it was, or something. And Leah brought some liquor and Theo brought a few snacks and some water. And it was like we were all just coming together for like a little mini three-person party in the hotel room. It was like a really naughty picnic. Yeah. Is what it was. <laughs> yeah. With rosé. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was also interesting because... I have, like I said, experienced both of them separately. And to me, they have very different energies. Sure. 
Theo is very sensual and the experiences I have with him are very kind of soft. I, Leah's sensual as well, but she's got this kind of dominant sexual energy and she very much takes control. So I was very interested to see how the three of us would mesh together. I wasn't concerned. It was just one of those things that was in the back of my mind going, uh, I, I wonder how this is going to work out. I wonder who's going to take charge because I feel like every threesome I've had in the past, there's that one person that's kind of steering the ship. You, you listen, you need a conductor. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just fucking chaos. Someone's got to take control. Someone's got to get their hands on the wheel. Yeah, no doubt about it. Well, do you want to guess who it was in this situation? I'm going to guess it was Leah. It was 100% Leah. Yeah, absolutely. Which was also super fucking sexy for me to watch because there is, I've said it the last time I played with her privately, there is something that is so sexy to me about a sexually dominant woman. I don't mean dominant in terms of like a DS thing, but the ability to walk in and just kind of take control. I I really appreciate that. She's just super confident and it's really sexy. I mean, it's just a very sexy quality in general, but on her, she wears it really well. And because, you know, Theo is an absolute consummate gentleman, I have no doubt that if one of you wanted to take the helm, he was certainly going to acquiesce. And certainly I would expect it to be Leah over you. Yeah. So basically, we are standing there. It's only a few minutes. And of course, Leah's like, okay, we need to we need to get the action going. So she goes and changes into some lingerie. I guess it was a beautiful bra and panty set. And so I then go into the restroom and change into my wine-colored, drapey little number. Has like this lace at the bottom and completely open back. And it's one of those things that feels nice to be able to walk around the room in, have a little bit of coverage before action gets going. But it's also, it shows off enough that, you know, it might get the juices flowing Yeah, but a it's very sexy. It's my favorite piece that you have because it's like... It clings in all the right places, and it's it's got that, you know, it's that silky kind of texture. There's just something sexy yeah, about it. It feels really good against your skin. Yeah. yeah, it's nice. But while I'm changing, I come out, Leah's already straddling Theo. He's sitting on this chair, and she is full-on straddling him and, like, grinding against him and making out with him. I'm like, okay, we're not wasting any time. Got it. Noted. And Which was also nice, though, because I didn't know, once again, who was going to kind of make that first move. Sometimes that can be really awkward. And the fact that she just took that initiative and there was no weirdness about it, no, like, transitional period... I, I like that, especially since we're all comfortable with each other. Well, and that's what I was just going to say. I mean, we, we constantly talk about this. It's that connectivity that we have with people or we like to have with people prior to any kind of play. And in a situation like this where you've got a threesome where all three people have a familiarity to some on some level and, and some to some degree of friends. I mean, we're all friends, right? So that just changes everything. So there really is... There's very little opportunity for weirdness yeah. in a situation like that, right? I mean, what's the war- what's the strangest thing that could have happened? I mean, I can't even imagine what could have set the the mood in anything other than a positive direction. Yeah, same. So anyway, she is straddling him. She's making out with him, touching him all over. I come out and I kind of start lightly touching her from the back. And then she starts turns around, starts making out with me. And I love kissing Leah. It is one of my favorite things to do. Her lips are so soft. She clearly moisturizes them and they feel so good against mine. And she starts rubbing on me and I kind of put my leg over Theo a little bit and he starts rubbing on my booty. And it was just this perfect kind of start to everything. It started very slow and sexy and it was fantastic. I can only imagine how 
he must have felt in that moment with the two of you. I mean, he was probably thinking to himself, I hit the fucking lottery. <laughs> Not really sure what I did to deserve this. I just need to try to repeat it. Good karma. He's a good guy, so that must yeah, be what it is. <laughs> that he is. So pretty quickly, Leah tells Theo that he needs to start taking clothes off, once again conducting it, and he is very happy to do so. So he stands up from the chair and starts undressing himself, and I really appreciate the double blow job. I'm just going to say that I've had multiple experiences now where I get to kiss and caress a woman at the same time that I am sucking a cock or going back and forth between the two. And I know that it's kind to some people, it feels like maybe a novelty thing. You see it a lot in like porn when it's two women and a guy. And it's kind of that quintessential thing that happens during an FMF threesome. But I do find it really fucking hot. Well, I can assure you, and I don't think I need to ask Theo, but as me personally, as a recipient of one, a number of times, I can tell you that we appreciate it as well. Yeah. But do you appreciate it because of the, the sensation or because of the aesthetics of it? The fact that you have two women in front of you sucking your cock. Well, certainly the sensation, but also the the orchestra that has to take place for that to happen. A lot of choreography has to go into that because it could get really messy. If, <laughs> if you know, you've got it has to be kind of like you have to be able to walk and chew gum at the same time to make that happen or it's just awkward. Yeah, well, you know? I'm not a good multitasker, but apparently when I have a cock and a hot woman in front of me, I, I do just fine. Well, the so- rhythm is the key. <laughs> if you guys find a rhythm, I mean, yeah, it's a home run. So Theo is now naked and he's standing in between the two beds. There's obviously a space in between. There were two beds in the room. He's standing in between it naked with his amazing cock out. He's already rock hard, I'm sure, from Leah <laughs> yeah. grinding all over him. And <laughs> so she and I get down on our knees and we start sucking his cock kind of in tandem I think she started at first and I was kind of touching her and kissing on her neck and then I kissed her and there was one point that the tip of his cock was in between our two mouths as we're making out with each other and again I think that there's this mentality I've always had because I've obviously watched threesome porn before this but I'm like that doesn't actually happen people don't actually do that no it fucking happens and it's awesome yeah. there's there's something very cool about being able to, to do that at the same time and then I remember very distinctly it was my turn to go to to town on his cock and I am deep throating it I'm licking the tip of it then I stopped and I started licking the shaft at the same time Leah's kind of licking on his balls and then we once again swap now I'm on his balls she's sucking his cock we're stopping every once in a while to kiss each other and touch each other the whole time our hands are wandering all over each other's bodies and Theo's running his hands through our hair and touching our faces and oh god it was it was amazing so at this point is it still in your opinion a sensual thing as it has not escalated yet I don't think it really escalated, period. I think the whole time it was fairly sensual. I mean, it got wild, but it was never like a primal thing. That's yeah. not who these two people are. That's, well, certainly I was going to say it's not really who who Theo seems to be based on the, the conversations you and I have had. Uh, so I was just curious if at any point it had really gotten to that level or if it just kind of stayed that you know, mutually sensual kind of component. It was very sensual, but there was a lot going on. Like I said, I'm only going to be able to recall scenes of it because we played for over two hours. We were in every position you could possibly imagine. But I mean, of course, the double blowjob is one I just had to, I had to remember because it's too good. Yeah, look, uh, as I said, I've been the recipient of a couple of those and, and you, of course, were part of a couple of them, a number of them. And it was just... You know, it's just an experience to watch that as the person getting the blowjob and to see 
you know, two amazing, sexy people really just pleasuring you simultaneously. And when it's rhythmic, it's so fucking hot. So fairly quickly, they wanted to go down on me, or I guess Theo wanted to go down on me. So I laid on one of the beds, and I think at one point I was almost kind of in Leah's lap. Somehow I ended up kind of almost in her lap, and she is caressing my tits while Theo starts going down on me. And I also love that. It's one of the most amazing things about a threesome is having those four hands and two mouths on you at the same time. It's a very different experience than a one-on-one thing. There's so much sensation that goes on. And often I find, not necessarily lately, but with partners that I haven't maybe been as excited about in the past, if there's not enough sensation going on, I kind of get bored with it and I want to move on. There's no way you can possibly get bored when it's four hands all over your body and touching you. And Leah is grabbing on my tits and almost kind of pinching my nipples a little bit at one point then she's leaning down and sucking on them she's leaning down to kiss me and Theo is just giving me the most amazing head you can imagine he's so fucking good with his mouth and his tongue and oh it was so good I came very very quickly so were you not distracted at all by all of the sensation it didn't throw you off at all didn't didn't interfere with your orgasm or anything hell no it didn't so then it was Leah's turn and of course as we've talked about on the podcast several times now, Leah's a squirter. Yes, she is. And she brought her blanket with us. And I I thought it was great that we had two beds almost too, because not that we only, it was me on one bed and her on another bed, but we could have kind of gone back and forth. And, you know, if she squirted on one, we still had the other one. It was, it was pretty good planning on my part. I definitely thought of that when I booked the room. Yeah. Yeah. Note to self when playing with Leah, book two beds. Yeah. Yeah. When sleeping in said room. Yeah. Well, we didn't sleep in there, but it still would have been nice to not, you know, roll around in wetness if we didn't have to. So (laughs) she puts down her blanket, her kind of waterproof blanket and Theo starts going down on her. So now we kind of swap Theo's going down on her. I think at one point I was kind of down sucking on Theo's cock while he was kind of going down on Leah. It wasn't the most graceful position in the entire world. So I don't think that lasted long. And then I went up and of course I wanted to feel on Leah's tits because they're amazing. And I'm kind of grabbing them and touching them a little bit. And then at one point she got on all fours and he was kind of licking her from behind. And that gave me the perfect opportunity to kind of touch on her ass while he was licking her and that was also fantastic because as you guys have heard many times one of my favorite asses to touch she's got such an ass it's crazy there was also a point that i was telling theo about the toy that leah and i used the time she and i were just together it's the womanizer the one that kind of suctions onto your clit and makes this amazing vibration right on your clit and she came so fucking hard from it and i was like you have to see me use this thing on her so we were doing that and she came so hard and of course squirted and that was a delightful sight and i think theo really liked that too the idea of like me giving her this amazing orgasm well he gets to kind of stand and watch yeah so at what point was there a point where either you or leah where you were going down on leah or she was going down on you and theo was kind of kind of watching from uh from a close distance obviously or or any of those things no i the only time that that happened was with the toy for the most part it was a true threesome if i was going down on her which happened a couple of different times he had his cock in her mouth okay so i there was a lot of just touching and all of us kind of 
making sure that we were all, you know, using all of the body parts we possibly could to make sure everyone was getting a lot of pleasure. And that's the other thing I love about threesomes that are fluid is that it can so easily go from one thing to another when you're comfortable with each other. There's no weirdness there. Now, there's a couple times I'll talk about this where I stepped away, which was my choice and I fucking loved it. So we'll get to that in a second. But I think the first time that there was actual penetration was Theo fucking me. And I was on my back and Leah was kissing me from the top and then she went around to the back of Theo and was kind of touching on him and I assume I couldn't really see because he's on top of me and obviously fucking me like crazy and I'm really focused on that his fucking amazing cock that I I think she was going behind him and kind of like squeezing on his balls and giving him that additional sensation while he's you know balls deep in me basically that was fantastic the other thing I'll say about a, a FMF threesome, I think, in my opinion, the one major downside of it is the number of condoms that you go through. Oh, yeah, we've been down that road. If you bring two or three condoms, you're pretty well fucked. Yeah, well, you got to plan ahead. I'd rather have them and not need them than need them and not have them. Well, we used a lot of them, and Theo was prepared, which was nice, because, of course, you know, he stops fucking me, he takes the condom off, now he wants to fuck Leah, so he has to get another condom and put it on, and when he was fucking her, I believe he fucked her from behind first, and so I got in front of her and was kissing her and touching on her tits and I kind of got on my back at one point and inched myself up so that I had her tits literally hanging over my face which was fucking amazing yeah i've seen that for myself it's pretty fucking hot yeah it was really really nice and it was also it was sexy knowing that like and kind of feeling theo's right behind me you know fucking her just ramming his cock into her and i have that going on and the tits right in my face it was a lot of sensation but it was fucking delightful so you said you stepped away was that because you wanted to see the action yes yes absolutely so we talked many times about when you and i would be with hannah i would do that and part of it for me is I I think I have a tiny bit of a cuck queen thing in me. I have a little bit of a desire, not necessarily to be completely humiliated or anything, but more so the idea of like, oh, I don't get to participate and I just have to watch you with someone else. And that's very sexy to me. And I, you don't do it. I do it. I pull myself away and I I kind of cuck myself in that way. And I wanted to see what it would be like with someone that wasn't you to be in that situation. Well, you did that too when it was myself and you and Clint and Persephone. Yes. You you basically pulled yourself out of the action to watch she and I together. Yes. And it didn't occur to me, obviously, to you just said it, that that's it's kind of something you do. That's your go-to. So it almost doesn't matter whether it's just me playing with someone else or who it is. You just like that concept of watching it and almost not being able to be involved, but, but on the periphery. Well, but here's what I'm going to say. I did that with Theo and Leah. It was very sexy because like many people who like to watch their partners, it's that live action porn right in front of you. It almost feels like a theater piece, like you're going to the super slutty theater, not any of the gross ones where you like jack off onto the floor or anything, (laughs) but like a legitimate, to me, it's like art watching people interact in that way. And it was beautiful because I very distinctly remember she's riding him at one point and I'm just sitting back in one of the chairs watching this whole thing go down and she's just, you know, moving her hips all over him and bouncing her ass off of him and he's rubbing his hands on her ass and rubbing his hands through her hair and it was it was very sexy it was not the same as watching you with someone else no it's different i i, I got the same of course we just came back from our from our four-day party and you see a lot of sex i mean if you're you want to see sex you can see sex oh yeah and it's it's interesting certainly and there's an eroticism about it but there's definitely an absolute 
difference between watching two relative strangers, let's say, have sex and watching your partner have sex with someone. Or it, even your two friends have sex versus... Or your two friends. Yeah. yeah. It's very, very different when... You're, for me, anyway, when you're involved in that situation and I'm able to watch it, it's very different from me watching anybody else. Yeah. I, I don't get anywhere near the same satisfaction, the certainly. The heat, that's the thing. Yeah. When I get to watch you with someone else, it's like my whole body just tingles with heat. I don't know what it is. It's just so... Such a huge turn on to me. And with them, like I said, it was beautiful. It was like moving art, but it wasn't the same thing. But I did enjoy those few minutes of being able to do that. It was nice that I could pull myself away from the dynamic just a moment to, you know, look in and have that voyeur experience. Yeah, it's just... Yeah, I guess it's kind of cool to kind of step step away and know that I was or could be experiencing that but now I just want to watch it unfold yeah yeah it was very nice and so then at one point I, we took multiple breaks and the really nice thing about the breaks is you know we sat on the bed I think at one point we poured some of the champagne and grabbed a water and you know we're all just sitting there but we're still touching each other and it's not like an overtly sexual thing. It's much more of a friendly thing. We were able to hop back and forth between the two very well. And there was one time that, you know, we were sitting opposite beds. I think Leah was sitting on one side and Theo and I were sitting on the other side. We're kind of touching each other a little bit, but then Leah gives me this look. She gets this look in her eyes and looks directly into my eyes. And I was like, okay, she wants it to be on again, like right fucking now. And that was super fucking hot again that sexual confidence that ability to just be like i want this i'm gonna make it known she wasn't you know over the top about it it was instead this very sultry look that she gave me well again there's something about your you know you innately knowing that that's what she's wanting because there's a connectivity between everybody there wasn't it didn't have to be verbal yeah you know it it was completely understood and no conversation had to take place there's no awkwardness about it you know that's that again is the key to having a relationship on some level with the people that we play with that's why it works so well yeah. or at least some kind of con you know you have to have something that connects you you know if, at least i do i'm not saying everybody certainly not everybody uh, i think we you and i are, are hardly the norm when it comes to wanting to have a connection with our partners and you know just building that relationship or at least a, a level of comfort So are you ready for the kicker experience, in my opinion, the scene that once again is seared into my fucking brain? Yes, I am. Okay, this is so fucking hot. So at one point, I'm laying on my back and Theo was fucking me on top, right? He's on top of me fucking me. He stops for a moment and kind of walks away. And I come up with the idea of Leah riding my face while Theo is fucking me. So I'm laying on my back, and at first Leah's kind of like, eh, because Leah's a squirter, so I understand, like, the she doesn't want to fucking waterboard me. She doesn't right. want to torture me. I didn't fucking care. I was so into the whole thing. I obviously have had Leah's squirt in my face before, and I not only survived, but thoroughly enjoyed it. Same. So I was like, get on my fucking face. So I lay down. She sits on my face. I'm licking her pussy. Theo once again enters me and it was so sexy because it was this rhythm like she and he found a rhythm together to kind of ride me at the same time or you know what I mean like she's riding me in the same rhythm that he's fucking me and I have my hands rubbing on her ass and on her legs I'm just licking on her clit I'm licking her pussy I'm darting my tongue in and out of her pussy and Theo is fucking me harder and harder and harder and I came and almost within five seconds she came and I'm assuming they're also making out with and touching each other up top which was super hot but this like tandem orgasm we have while she's riding my face holy fucking hell she did squirt a little bit i loved it i had it all over my face 
didn't give a flying fuck. Listen, I still say one of the hottest things was my birthday, you and myself and Hannah, you were riding my cock. Hannah was riding my face. Yes. So fucking hot. So hot. So Yeah, that's just sexy. one of those images I think I will take to the grave. Yeah, totally. It's, it's 100% one of those things you don't forget. Well, for me, this is one of those things. Yeah, I'll be 80 years old and, and looking back on my life, you know, I'll be sitting there one day thinking at 80, holy hell, that one time when this super sexy chick rode my face, squirted on it while another super sexy dude fucked me. Oh my God. Yeah. That is, if you've never had that experience... And you're by, <laughs> you totally should fucking do it. <laughs> For sure. You, yeah, you really should consider it. It's absolutely worth the fucking price of admission. If, if, if you're going to get squirted on, that's the best way to do it. Oh my God, yes. So I think that it, the whole thing kind of capped off with Theo once again fucking both Leah and I. So he was fucking Leah for a, a couple of minutes and I was touching on her, I was rubbing on her, I was rubbing on him. And then we stopped and he switched out condoms and I was bent over one of the beds. So he was once again in between the two beds. He had me bent over, folded over. So my stomach is on it, my legs are off of it. And Leah's sitting there and she's touching me and she's kissing on me and she's kissing my neck in the spot that we all know that I love so fucking much. And Theo starts entering me from behind and he does this amazing job of starting slow and sensual and picking up speed and picking up speed and picking up speed. And by the end of it, I am screaming. I am literally screaming. It was so fucking hot. It felt so good. And once again, four hands all over me, two, well, one mouth at that point, but one cock and I got lost in that. I came at least twice, maybe even three times in a very short period of time. I'm talking maybe 10 minutes of fucking. Yeah, listen, that again, those kinds of experiences solidify why we're in this space. It's so fucking hot just to think about. Of course, I'm you're drawing this picture and I'm thinking about it. And I can only imagine how fucking hot it must have been for Theo. I mean, the whole experience must have just been amazing for him. You know, I'm, I'm putting myself in his shoes, of course. And yeah, I mean, that's the kind of thing you just don't forget. Hell no. You know, and, and look forward to again. The other thing that I really loved about this session is, I mean, obviously it was my, my last play session with both of them. Yeah. So now that I had time to reflect on it, I'm thinking back to all of these sexy little nuggets that happen, you know? I'm thinking back to their kind of, uh, not idiosyncrasies, but the things that make them unique during sex. I mean, for example, when Leah comes, not only does she squirt, but she makes this amazing noise, these amazing moans. There was one point that Theo was on top fucking her and I was kissing on her and she starts this soft moan in my ear and it's like building and building. I knew I had to pull my head away because she was going to blow my fucking eardrum out with her moaning and screaming pretty soon. And so, I, you know, I pulled away, but I was still touching her and feeling this kind of reverberation of the moan running through her entire body. I mean, that was an experience. That's something I'm going to remember. Yeah, you know, for the, sure. The facial expressions Theo is making. There were multiple times when she and I are sucking his cock together or one of us is sucking his cock while the other one's kissing him and he has this look on his face of just sheer pleasure and enjoyment and you know he was legitimately happy to be there which I know everyone's like oh yeah you gotta fuck two women of course you would be but I think it was more than that I think he was sincerely having a fucking blast on top of it well that's the key right is just having a good time that's what it boils down to it's like we talked about earlier Yes, you can you can go to an event, you can go to a party, you can have a hookup with, you know, another couple or single person or whatever the case may be, and you can have sex. And of course there is an innate satiation in that. But that is very different in my opinion from having an experience which is what you had, you know, and what we had this weekend. 
Right. You know, those were experiences. That wasn't just some kind of a physical thing. It was a, it was a, there was a lot that went into those experiences and a lot that came out of them. Yeah. You know, it's just so, such a different level of connectivity, I think. You oh know? my God. All right. So, so the, the eternal question. Yes. Everybody, of course, wants to know one guy, two gals, where does Theo come and how oh, does this happen? This is one of the best parts of this whole thing. So she and I are once again kind of tandem sucking his cock and he tells us that he's about to come and well we so I should say right before that Lee and I had discussed both of us taking his come together. Gotcha. Okay. okay. So we're sucking his cock kind of with that intention in mind. Right. We're playing with his balls. We can tell he's getting close and at one point, he's like, I'm going to come, I'm going to come. Leah and I put our mouths together so there's almost no opening. It's like mouth on mouth with <laughs> right. plenty of opening for Theo to come in our mouths. Right. And he comes and it like kind of, you know, hits us in the face and a little bit in my hair, which everyone knows I fucking hate cum in my hair. I didn't give a fuck. It was, it was too <laughs> yeah. hot to you care. You looked like you had cum in your hair when I showed back. Oh, I, I'm sure it was matted because he came a lot. And so we both have cum in our mouths and we kind of swallow it, but we're also kissing with it, right. which was so... So fucking hot. I know that it, it's one of those taboo things. I know that's why it's as hot as it is. That idea of like cum swapping, but it was hot. I well, don't at even... that point, she'd already squirted it in your face. So, I mean, really, what's left? Yeah, yeah. You know? And I cannot imagine how much fun he must have had. I mean, looking down on that scene, he must have just thought he owned the world. Yes, you have two women, his cum everywhere, all over their faces, in their hair, in their mouths, and they're kissing. And I kind of like rubbed a little bit of it off of her. I took a little bit on my finger and like put it in my mouth. I mean, it was just, oh, it was a true memory for me yeah I, I when you finally text me and said hey we're wrapping up come on by come on back when i showed up you looked like you were worked oh i'm sure i mean at that point I, i'd put my hair up just to get it out of the way and you know get the sweat kind yeah. of off my face to some degree you even said to me at one point i'm i know i still have come in my hair oh. i have to take a shower i know i have come in my yeah hair. well right after this happened i went and kind of tried to clean myself up i was wiping the cum out of my hair but when you came back i kind of felt it at one point i could tell i had this mat of cum in my hair so yeah listen it was very it was very obvious to me that all parties had a great fucking time. You were absolutely, it was a better part of three hours that I was gone. I know yes. it because I had i had gotten a lot of stuff done. And eventually I was looking at my my watch thinking, holy shit, they're, they're really having at it. You know, I thought maybe you guys had just passed out. Yeah. You know, so it was close to the time where I was about to text you just to say, hey, everybody, okay, you guys awake, you know, that kind of thing. But man, I, I can only imagine how fucking hot, it was. it's hot just, just hearing it. So I need to ask for you, though, is it different when it's me and two people, like a, a man and a woman, for example, than when I'm just with a guy? Is there any difference in terms of how much you're turned on or how much you want to reclaim me? Not, well, not, not in a situation like this, because I know how much you enjoy playing with Theo. Obviously, I have experience, just like you do, playing with Leah. I know how fucking sexy she is. So that's like the ultimate, I think. The idea of you being with a couple that I don't know, for example, um, like that when you were playing in Miami that time, while it was hot, the idea that you were that that single gal for the night, the unicorn for the night, and kind of being pampered, that's very sexy. This is very different. Oh, you use the U word. You hate the term unicorn. Well, that's well, I said in air quotes. Of <laughs> you course, did. everybody can't they see They couldn't it. hear it. <laughs> no, but you were the single gal for the night. And, you know, with, their, with the idea of them pampering you and kind of doing the whole thing, which is, again, it's very sexy. It's very cool to, to think about that. But this is a different situation. These are people that we know. I know that you enjoy both of them physically. I know you enjoy their company. So from a, 
a hot perspective, if we got a scale, this is a 10. There's no question about it. <laughs> For me too, in case you guys couldn't tell. Yeah. Like I said, there was no uh, rhyme or reason to how I was retelling this because for me, it's just these these little pockets of scenes at this point, you know? It was just so, it's just hot to think about. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I like that. I like that there's memories that were made rather than like a story to tell. Well, that's just it. Again, an experience, not just sex it was an experience and while sex is great and there's a a lot of satisfaction we get from it and we certainly enjoy it there is just something different about having that experience with people that we know and genuinely like if this were just another guy and a gal it would have been different yep absolutely so guys we are going to provide some extra details of this episode very soon for our patreon members because they always get behind the scenes information on our stories and we're also going to talk a little bit more about Podbash and some of the fun that went down there and that's going to be available exclusively for our patreon members although let me tell you it hit me this weekend why our Patreon is awesome. It's because of our Telegram group and the fact that huh. these people connect with each other. Many of the people that were at Podbash have been talking to each other in our Telegram group for years, literally years. Yeah. And they have developed the most amazing friendships with each other. They travel to meet each other in each other's cities, but we also were able to get a lot of them together in one place. It was so special to see that. And, you know, I, I think if you're looking for a community in the lifestyle, sometimes that can be really hard. And, you know, granted, it may, is not going to be in your location, but just being able to talk to people who understand a lot of what you're going through, who can empathize or sympathize with you on things, provide some advice. That's a really powerful thing. And it's one of the reasons that we highly suggest checking out our Patreon community. Yeah, it's it's the most incredible group of people I've ever encountered in my life. And they were basically, many of them we were missed. They weren't all able to be there. But everyone that was at uh, at the event, at the party, that's part of our group, our Telegram group particularly, they are just the most amazing people. They're the most special people in our lives, without a doubt. Yeah, absolutely. And we have three new Patreon members that we're so excited to have on board. A very big thank you to Tony and Kim, Ty and Robert. Thank you guys for jumping on. We appreciate it so much and we hope to get to know you better in that Telegram group. We also have the Naughty stuff available at OnlyFans.com. In fact, both of the people that involved were involved in today's story you can see on my OnlyFans. so onlyfans.com slash front porch swingers for that you can find us on social media we're on twitter at fp swingers and instagram at fps pod media and of course check us out on youtube at front porch swingers and a very big thank you we had some new very nice reviews that came in on apple Podcasts. so for those of you who have done that already thank you so much if you haven't if you have a couple minutes to leave us a couple of sentences about why you like the show we would really appreciate you doing so on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to podcasts. And like we said, so much coming up with our move and everything. It's going to be a crazy, hectic couple of weeks. But thankfully, we have some really fucking hot, steamy stories from Florida still to share with you guys. And then once we get to Vegas, who the fuck knows? All bets are off. Yeah, look, there's going to be a lot coming out of our experience in Vegas. We will absolutely be ramping back up on uh, YouTube for sure. We're going to do a lot of videos about what life is like there for us and uh, really give you guys some insight into what we're up to for sure there uh, and like you said you know there is so much happening in the future it's going to be hot it's going to be amazing i cannot wait to get this journey started yeah we hope you guys will come along on that ride with us because as you know from true fps style it's it's going to be fun it's going to be a lot of slutty fun we've already started talking to a lot of people so we can't wait to share that with you and as always thank you so much for listening thanks everyone